sometimes there was fear, you know, like what is going to happen next? And what, what is the, the next pathology report going to show me? What is the doctor going to say? What am, how many surgeries am I going to need? Like fear, you know? Mm -hmm. But one thing I did not struggle with through the whole entire thing was trust. Trusting God was something that I never struggled with. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, Season 9, Episode Number 15. Well, welcome back to another episode on See Here Love, and you've joined us for our series on Melinda and her mentors, which I've been loving so much, where I get a chance to chat with people who have mentored and championed and helped me along my journey. And I also, in this series, which is amazing, get to tell them how much I admire and love them. And today I have a very special mentor, champion, and friend. Anne Maines, welcome, welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you, Mel. I love being here with you. Thank you so much for having me. I know we've had we've known each other for so many years, but let's mm -hmm. let's uh well I can gush, but you can also share because for those who don't know you, and who are you? Who am I? <laughs> wow, what a question. <laughs> I know. What a deep question. We have all day. I know. I know. Yeah, really, really. Well, it's so funny. I guess it depends on what what uh, season of life you're in that you answer that question. Mm -hmm. Because right now, the first thing that comes to mind is I'm a grandma to Yay! six beautiful babies. So. <laughs> but but you know what? It goes, of course, there's so much more to it than that. Um, yeah, I have been married to the love of my life for almost 39 years. <gasps> this July, this Yay! July will be... 39 years. I know we were children, children when we got married. I think I was eight. I was eight. I mean, I was in grade three and I went out, got married, came back after recess. I mean, it was just a wonderful thing. No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah. And so Ron and I uh, have had so many life experiences, uh, just sharing God's faithfulness uh, through the good times and the hard times. And anyway, God blessed us with three kids who are now all adults, of course, wow. and all have kids of their own. And now we lead a marriage ministry called Heart to Heart Marriage and Family Ministries. And our biggest project in that ministry is our weekly TV show called A Better Us, where we just, we love investing in marriages and enriching marriages, uh, pointing, of course, to the originator of love, the author of love, God himself, and how he sees marriages uh, played out in the best possible, most healthy possible way. And that is uh, by following his guidelines. And so that's what we do. We love it. Uh, and yeah, we're quite busy. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen that on your like socials that you guys are traveling. You travel across Canada and do yeah. speaking at churches. And so if people are listening now and are really interested, I know that they can connect with you to book you you in. Absolutely. So that's really great. And, you know, it makes sense. And as I'm doing this series on mentoring, because just as you said that, you can hear so much of your heart about helping, supporting, mm -hmm. um, inspiring people 
in their marriage, in their, in their walk and journey with Jesus. It's like in your DNA. To me, it sounds mm -hmm. like thinking of how to equip people, yeah. support people, lead them to Jesus while helping them thrive in their marriage and relationships is you. Has it always been that? Mm -hmm. Have you always felt that in you? You know what? I've always had the heart to reach out and help other people, uh, be it, you know, as a teenage girl, just reaching out to my girlfriends and, and just encouraging them to a young mother with, uh, hold on, there's, hold on. Okay. I'm sorry. Hear... Just a second. <laughs> Can you edit this? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're editing. I have a production team. Okay. Editing. Because all of a sudden, one of my kids, grandkids videos came in my ears. Ron? <laughs> oh, that's come from my phone. He's watching grandkid okay. videos on his phone right now. Oh, and I can hear it in my earbuds. I feel like I just need to keep this in on the show. But I can <laughs> Hey, whatever you want to do. My grandkids were having a great time and I was about to get in there with them. But okay, no dancing right now. <laughs> no grandkid dancing. Okay, that's hilarious. Sorry, I so I totally thing. lost train, my train of thought. Yeah, and, you were talking and actually, about I can't hear you in the earbuds anymore either. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, because I can hear me echoing back over to Ron. Okay, as soon as I, I opened my phone, the earbuds transferred to my phone. So I, I've got to... Uh... <laughs> You, you, my techie guy. Oh, because it bounced it's over. so funny. I'm thinking to myself, why do I hear my daughter's voice talking? And she's cheering on my grandkids doing something in music there. Anyway. That's awesome. Oh, no. Okay. Say something. Yeah. Test, okay. Test. Now I can hear you. Okay. So we'll just pick up. Let's just pick up from when I okay. said, um, it's always been about you, Anne. I, I said DNA, okay. da 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 da, okay. and then just you know, let's just respond. I'll pick it up. So let me just count you in so that my team in production knows. So I said, has it always mm -hmm. been in your DNA about supporting and championing mm -hmm. and and loving people? So in three, okay. two, one. You know what? I guess you could say that. Yeah, I've always had a heart to just encourage people. When I see someone that's struggling or that just needs uh, to be uplifted. I, it's just a natural go-to for me to be there for them. But you know what? I think that's not really because of me. That's because of God's Holy Spirit. Because mm. God's heart is for people. And if we are truly in tune with his Holy Spirit, you know, we can't help but share his heart with others. And so, you know, we just always point back to him because because it's all about Jesus, right? Well, it's a perfect segue in what you're sharing, Anne, because, you know, my first question is really you know, what is the importance of mentorship and supporting young women and the advice you can give others on how to do it well? Mm. So twofold, let me start with this. Why is it important? So we're looking at women now kind of Gen Xers and boomers who are in a different transition of life, are busy or maybe into retiring. And maybe let's start with talking to them about why it's important that we think about mentoring and supporting the next generation. What would you say? Like, why well, is it important for us to do it? Well, because the next generation needs our wisdom. They need our life experiences. Mel, I know you've been through a lot. I know I've been through a lot. And as we have walked those very difficult journeys with God strengthening us and empowering us and giving us supernatural wisdom and discernment, 
we have learned a lot and we have a lot to offer. And I know that every woman in our generation, and I'm older than you are, I think I'm about 10 years older than you are, uh, but every woman in our generation uh, has been through so much. And if we have truly allowed God's spirit to to uh, minister to us in that deeper place, then we've got God's wisdom residing within us that we can share them with others. Because you know what? It's hard being a young woman. And when I was in this state, in the stage of the 20s and 30s, I didn't have social media, you know, cramming down my throat what is expected of me and comparing me to everyone else in the world. And I mean, sure, it was it was all over media, but it wasn't in your hand 24 seven as it is for the young girls today. And so it's really tough for them. And so I think women in my generation and your generation, we really need to step up and say, you're doing good. Don't worry. Don't look around you. Don't look side to side. But if you want to find your true strength, don't even look inward, look upward because mm -hmm. Jesus has more power available to you through his Holy spirit that wants to be at work in you than you could ever imagine. You know, there's a, a verse in Romans that I just love, and I'm probably going to get it wrong, but it says something like this. It mm -hmm. says, the best way to understand ourselves is not who we are and what we do for God, but it's who God is and what he does for mm -hmm. us. And so as we tap into him, then we allow his life to shine through us. And then we can be his hands and feet and voice and love and compassion to those around us that need to hear from his heart, but maybe don't know where to look. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And you know, and the thing is though, what I hear from a lot of women is, well, I don't have all the answers. Like I might not know all the scripture and I don't know if I can be a mentor. Cause what if, what if I don't know? What if I mess up? What if I just, Oh, like, yeah. and all the, what if, what if, what if, what would you say to the women who are, who are too afraid to say, okay, yes, I will mentor and support a young woman. You know what? I would say you are in the exact right headspace that you need to be in. Because Good. when we start leaning too much on ourselves and we start putting ourselves up as this pedestal for other young women to follow, Jesus is the only one that needs to be on a pedestal. Like, let's, mm -hmm. let's be honest here. We mm -hmm. have all made mistakes and we need to share with our our young women around us, not only our successes, but especially our mistakes, because mm -hmm. that could save them from a world of hurt if they see how we've blown it, how we've made mistakes, but how God has then turned things around and we have learned from those mistakes and he has helped us to then help others uh, as a result of that. So, you know what, if you're thinking, I'm a little scared, I don't know what I have to bring to the table, um, I'm not all that in a bag of chips, I'm just me, then good for you because that's exactly the mentality you need to have because then you lean on God. You lean on his Holy Spirit to speak through you. I love the apostle Paul said in Corinthians, he said, when I first came to you, I didn't have much to say. In fact, I was really scared of what would come out of my mouth, but then I leaned on God's Holy Spirit and then his words came out. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Mm -hmm. And then his words came out of my mouth. And what came out of my mouth was wisdom and was what you needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we all need to start from. It's just admitting our total dependence on God mm -hmm. and then inviting his Holy Spirit to speak through us. Amazing. Now you're talking about how really your focus now with Ron is marriage, a better us. I mm -hmm. love that. What would you say are the top two for for young married couples that are coming to you, 
with what's like the, the top two biggest questions, like the things that they're like, oh, we need help in this area of our marriage or mm-hmm. we need help in mentoring in this. What would you say? I mean, you can give one, two or three, Anne, but what, what are you hearing out there? Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things, one of the biggest things is we just don't have time for each other. There is so much happening in our lives. Each career is so busy. Uh, There's so many distractions there. I feel pulled in so many different directions. And then of course, when you have children in the mix, you're, you're pulled even more thin, you're thinner, you know, there's just less of you to go around. And so a big uh, complaint is we just don't have the time. Mm. And how do we prioritize our time? Because, you know, we need to make money. Our careers are important. We want to have our friendships with our girlfriends or or our, our couple friends outside of our marriage. But the point is, and this is what we say to couples is, yeah, you're going to go through seasons in life where you're just, it's crazy. You're just, you can't even see straight. you feel like you're cross-eyed, but If you set in the very beginning of your marriage, and you have to revisit this over and over again, but what are your priorities? I know it sounds like marriage 101, and it is. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we need to come back to that. What are your priorities? God has got to be first. He has to be first. My personal relationship with Jesus is number one in my life and always will be. My husband's personal relationship with Jesus is number one in his life and always has to be. Mm -hmm. Number two is not family. No. Number two is my spouse. Number two is my husband. For him, number two is his wife. Why do I, you know, separate that? And number three, of course, is our children. And then it goes on from there. But a lot of couples, especially young married couples who have young children, kind of the number two priority gets all jumbled and mixed up and, and God is number one and number two is family, but kids kind of trump everything because we're so busy and they need to eat. We got to keep them alive. You know what? They've got, they have schedules, they have busy lives. We don't want to blow this. We don't, we want them to become wonderful human beings as they're adults, you know? And so number two is our children. We have to put all of our focus on our kids and, and number two B would be our marriage. 2A is our kids, 2B is our marriage. And that is so dangerous, Mel, because when you do that, you are setting a precedence that is not healthy. Number two has to be your spouse, because when you come together in solidarity with your spouse, one heart, one mind, under the authority of Jesus, then your kids, it translates down to your children. Your kids then feel safe to be who God created them to be. Because they don't feel like, oh, I'm I'm taking priority over dad and I know I shouldn't be, but I kind of like it because mom, I get more of mom's attention. But you know what? It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel safe. Kids, we need we need to give them more credit than we do. They know. Kids know that parents need to be like this, mm-hmm. bonded together in unity, and then kids come after that. And so with young couples, we, we try to encourage them, you know what, get those priorities straight, revisit them over and over and over again, that yes, uh, family's important, but your spouse is your number one priority after God. And mm-hmm. then right after that, of course, are your children and then mm-hmm. everything else. That's excellent. That is really, really good. That's why they need to like come to you and sign up for some uh, courses and get, get you guys into their churches. Because that's what Absolutely. you do. <laughs> that, that's that is, what we do. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, you know, again, it's like what you were saying about this sort of, you know, almost like marriage 101. But isn't that like what mentoring and supporting 
you know, next generation, you know, is about because it does have to go to one on one. Sometimes we make things and so complicated, so nuanced and layered. And really, it's just like, God, you know what? Yeah. And we have to keep coming back to the basics because there are so many distractions in Mm -hmm. our world, taking our focus away from what's really important. And so as we keep coming back to those basics, we keep reminding ourselves of what is really important. That's good. That's good. And you're right. So many things are distracting us. So many things Mm -hmm. have polarized us and broken family and relationships on so many levels, right? Coming out of a pandemic, so much of the social, so much access to information. Like, even as you're saying this, I'm like, before Google, before Facebook, you know, and I was saying to somebody, I think, I think the kids, how I didn't sign up for Facebook until 2007, Mm -hmm. which sounds like it was a long time ago, but really like from then till 2007, I didn't have Facebook. So I didn't know really what was going on in people's lives that I really didn't not or if you, care if you about. Wanted to, if you wanted to know what was going on in their lives, you picked up the phone and you picked up the phone. <laughs> you, wrote exactly. them, you wrote them or, right, mm-hmm. like you had to find an address. Like there was a bit of work involved in it. It wasn't so simple. Yeah, so all yeah. those things. And I think you're right. And then things have gotten more. We thought technology and things like this were going to make life easier, but it's actually made mm-hmm. it more difficult and layered and yeah. And, and a culture of comparison and so many things. And we, we can get into that kind of show because I think that's, that's yeah. a really important conversation. But I like that you said that. And I, I think that's a really good mentoring, you know, um, equipping principle about just getting back to the basics, making it simple, mm-hmm. and then really working mm-hmm. into those sort of like, how do, we, how do we have a deeper relationship and personal relationship that's a priority with Jesus? So what are those Absolutely. things? Absolutely. Then mm-hmm. it's going to be, and I know that you and Ron talk about that. And then how do we work on having a really intimate and personal and thriving and flourishing, you know, you know, relationship with our spouse and those things exactly. that we have to do and then with mm-hmm. our kids. So that's excellent. I love that. Those are, those are those great principles in all things. Hi, I'm Addison Espilla, one of the content producers here at See Here Love. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to join our community called the See Here Lovelies. Here's how. Number one, sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every week, you'll get a personal note from Melinda with links to our shows, blogs, and resources, as well as inspirational content and a short devotional. You'll also be the first to know about upcoming events and giveaways. QR code is in the show description or sign up through our website at See Here Love and look for the newsletter icon. Number two, join us in studio and be part of our studio audience. Take a behind-the-scenes tour in our master control room, editing suites, and studio. You'll meet Melinda and the See Here Love co-hosts and guests. Email us at seeherelove at crossroads.ca for more info. And finally, number three, become a monthly partner. $25 or $50 a month will help us share our brave themes and conversations on television here on podcast, YouTube, video streaming, and on our social media platforms. We can't do See Here Love without donations and sponsorships, so please go to www.seeherelove.com slash donate and give your one-time or monthly donation today. Become a See Here Lovely and join our See Here Love community of belonging, vulnerable, and brave conversations. We are here for you. Next question, and this is, you know, because it is Melinda and her mentors, Anne. <laughs> okay. What yeah, did you I love the title. Yeah. What did you see in Melinda? That would be me. Mm. That you really, 
and here it is. I mean, really seeing me to to co-host on Full Circle, you were a champion mm -hmm. and a mentor supporter of me. Like I'd never done, I, you know, before Full Circle, which for, for people who don't know, you know, a women's show, and I'd, I'd like you to explain about that in a little bit, but I was doing guesting producing in, on, on another show. I had done a little bit of on camera, but it was more kind of newsy, but had, hadn't had extensive schooled uh, journalism or reporting or co-hosting mm -hmm. ever in my life. And when we met, you know, we didn't really know each other and, you know, the rest is history. Cause I do tell people like from that time of the other show called listen up back then and full circle were pivotal and foundational for what set my life in motion and where God took me. Like it's, mm -hmm. I, and I say that it's, those are like two very key pivotal moments in my life, which, mm -hmm. you know, I owe to you. So, when you did, so I guess that's the question. Okay. Um, why did you take the time? Why did you, what did you see? And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, why did you really like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in this girl, Melinda back years mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. You know what? I remember when um, God kind of dropped in my heart to start a woman's talk show called Full Circle. I, we named it later, of course, uh, but a woman's talk show where we could just sit and, and talk about issues kind of like the view but I used to say it was a sanctified view <laughs> where, you know, we talk about things that are life, uh, deep life issues and how God interacts with us in our day to day lives and that kind of thing. So when when, uh, you know, God first started leading me and prompting me to to start this show, I started, OK, Lord, I'm going to need to be surrounded by some really strong women who know who they are, who have something to say, who love you desperately. And but I need you to bring them to me because. I don't know who, who are these women going to be? And I remember seeing you on, um, do you remember the warehouse, the old yes. show that Cheryl used to produce? Um, yes. do you remember that yes. where you, you were on the couch in the warehouse, I think mm -hmm. just talking about, uh, you were very young. Yes, I was. Twenties or late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And I remembered you know what I remembered about you from that show? I remembered three things. I remembered that you loved Jesus. You obviously loved Jesus. I remember that you had depth and I remember that you sparkled. <laughs> Those three things. And I thought, I like her. I like how she expresses herself. I like how um, she's not afraid to, to share from her heart. And so I don't know if you remember, of course you remember the lunch when I, I asked you to go to lunch with me, because I thought I need to get to know her better because I, you know, if I'm going to ask her to join this show, then, you know, this is going to be a place where you just share from your heart. And I just wanted to make sure. And so we, we went to lunch, turned out to be like a three hour lunch. Remember that. I thought that. I think we booked an hour, we booked an hour or something. And then yeah. it went like three hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we just kept talking. We kept yeah. talking and we, uh, hard to believe. I know. <laughs> but yeah, we just kept talking. But um, but during that lunch, I discovered who you really were. Totally sold out to Jesus. Totally mm -hmm. committed to growing spiritually. Um, you were very authentic and candid in how you shared your life's journey. Mm -hmm. And you know what? 
all of those things were exactly what I envisioned for full circle. And so it was after that lunch, it was like a no brainer. It's like, yeah, yeah. Thank you, mm -hmm. Lord. This is going to be definitely one of our anchors for the couch. One of our, and it turned out to be sofa sisters. Remember we called ourselves sofa the sofa sisters. sisters. Forever. Yeah. We'll still come up yeah. to me. And like, sofa sister. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. I do too. Forever. I still get women. You know what? Mm -hmm. I think full circle is still being shown in Australia and New Zealand because I get emails from women in Australia and New Zealand asking when the next episode is going to air. It's like, oh my mm, goodness. We well, haven't we taped those that in a long time. We need to do a little like full circle reboot, but do a YouTube and then send it out or something. We got to figure hey. that out. Because actually, that's, We got to figure it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I know this is totally, but that, that makes sense because I got a random email and I thought it was like, not a joke, but they're like something about Australia. Hey, I just saw you in Australia. And then I was like, mm -hmm. but I'm not in Australia. And then, yes, I was, and then I realized, oh my goodness. Okay. That's, that's amazing. So that's been yeah. years going. Okay. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Wow. So yeah. So that's, that's how it all started. And, and you know, know what? I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I am so not surprised where you <laughs> are now because I mean, you could be the poster child for extrovert. <laughs> I mean, if you know, if we looked up extrovert in the dictionary, we would find a picture of Melinda. Um, and it's so funny. But you know what? When you combine with that, your sensitivity to God's spirit, your creativity, your love for people, your strong work ethic, you are exactly where God wants mm. you to be. I have no doubt. So, I mean, I'm just so proud of you. I applaud you. I cheer you on. Uh, just keep on going. And thank you. And, you know, I, I appreciate that because, you know, like I said, like full circle, not only for us, and there was a part of like how it changed me. So many moments of our life were mm. shared on that couch. And it makes me emotional because we know, and I'll mention this as, as I talk about the things that I love about you, but so many good moments and hard moments and moments of transition with our team, the passing away of Rhonda, like there's, there are things that we experienced almost like a lifetime on the couch mm -hmm. of all the, yeah. the things and emotions and experiences and pain and challenge and, you know, exhilaration yeah. all at, and, and learning and aha moments. Mm -hmm. And, and so it was really, yeah, for us personally, but you know, for the nation Anne, and this is just affirming, and we've said this so many times when I've talked to you, like for the nation at that time, mm -hmm. we, through, you know, God's spirit speaking with us and inspiring us and, and helping you lead when you're like, I don't know, God, if this is the thing for me, we made some impact there from allowing God to, to, you know, use us in that space because I still hear it like full circle still to this day. How many years ago now? Is it 10, 8, we 10? We, well, I, we, we finished our very last episode of full circle at the end of 2011. So it's been, it's more, been than, more than a decade. Yeah. More than a decade. Okay. Time is yeah. just going by so fast. I but know. Isn't it there crazy? are still women who remember, you know, me when I'm out there from full circle. Yeah. You can do all these things. I can speak at all these other churches and things and it's still full circle. Uh, so yeah. I know the impact of what that was for women to get together mm -hmm. and share. And it was really the genesis and impetus of, where I am now with See Her Love. That's how it came about because of what I'd experienced on Full Circle. But 
I want to share my thoughts about you, Anne, because I don't know if I ever really have said the things that I have, I have admired and love about you. And I think it's important that like, as you took the time to support and champion me as a young, young person and giving me an incredible chance uh, to co-host a, a national show when I had no experience, I want to say a few things of, of what I admire and love about you. So one of the most, most impactful moments, and I share this when I'm, when I speak is when, you know, the devastation of, you know, my husband saying he didn't want to be married anymore. And I had to tell you about my separation and impending divorce. And I will never forget you saying, Melinda, we never shoot our wounded and we will support and love you through this. We will pray for you. And it was an absolute example of not a judgmental response, but a complete response of love. And, you know, and what makes me two things make me tear about that. Number one, that kind of grace and love and kindness that you showed in that green room that day, you and Ron has imprinted and has lasted and will for a lifetime because my expectation of what I deserved or what I thought should have been said was not, it was actually what you and Ron said was actually like this, the voice of God like this healing bomb of grace and, and, and love and non-judgment. And when I share this, why it makes me tears when I share this, so many people, Anne, have cried and said, that has not been my experience. I wish that was my experience. I wish leaders, Christian leaders or any leader would have responded that way. But instead I got the opposite. I got the judgment or the shame or the guilt or by association, um, being ostracized. And, and I have shared this and I've said your names and they have said, Oh, what a leader, what, what great mm -hmm. kindness from Ron and Anne when the expectation could have been different. And that to mm -hmm. me, Anne is, I mean, that's, that's leading while serving while just demonstrating the grace of God. And that is you. And I, I, I just mm -hmm. over and over can't, tell you how much that meant to me. I was terrified. Like I was shaking. I remember my small group the night before and I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. What if, what if? And they said, no, we'll pray for you, but you need to go and tell them. And I remember going in, I remember, I think I'd said, you know, and I need to tell you something. And we went into the green room and we shut the door and wow, like the love of Jesus in that mm. was amazing. So thank mm. you. And that was pivotal in my oh. life. That that set for me as a young person, how you and Ron demonstrated that kind of love, honestly changed so much of the way I saw God, how I gave more grace to people, how I didn't assume things, and then how I respond to others. So I'm just saying that your mm. example has impacted me forever. <clears throat> mm. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, listen, <laughs> Mel. And I have more, I have you, more, but I just want to let you know how important <laughs> that was to me, like how incredibly impactful for me as a woman, a young woman in absolute desperation and sadness, what that did and how that changed my life. And so mm. thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that, Mel. Thank you. <laughs> really. And the other things <clears throat> I think, and what I love is just your kindness. <clears throat> at, the entire time I've known you, the way you speak to others and are with others is so kind. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't talk about kindness as something it's like empowered, strong, assertive, hustle, like all these like very strong words. And mm. 
-hmm. yet kindness and being kind isn't really necessarily one on the on the top when I'm, I'm in conversations with people and even next gen generation and so I just have appreciated your the way you speak the way you are the way you provide space and kindness for for people I've seen that in the office I've seen that in the way when we're together with people and in that and your gentleness you know your presence is always a big hug you always provide this beautiful sweet gentle presence when we've done conferences with people, inviting people in, everyone is welcome with you. It's a beautiful thing. I also love the way you and Ron love your kids and your grandbabies and your family. It, it's this beautiful combination of affection and honor. You have this, like, you, you're very affectionate, and I love it. I see it on your socials, how you just <laughs> hug and love and kiss and cuddle. Like, it's really beautiful, you know, that part. But you're also very honoring your mother-in-law and your and the people that are in your in your life and space, very honoring and respectful. And it's a beautiful combination of affection and honor. And I just, it's such an example. So it's, it makes sense that for a better us, you're in that space. Hmm. I also, you are courageous and brave. Launching full circle and your journey with and through cancer, like, come on, girl. Like, <laughs> you you have slayed in the way of your fears, of your insecurities, of health and fear, you have done it with such courage and bravery, Anne. Like, I don't think people see that because they think there's this like, you're kind and gentle, but there is some, there is in you, this like, whew, and you do it with God, God, you do it with God's power and his way. And it's just beautiful to see. And finally, I love how sweet and committed just your faith in Jesus, how you always go back to him because you always say it's all about him. And I never forget that because in full circle, you always said that, you know, always going back to him. And so, yes, those are the things I love about you. Mm. I, I look at you and go, those are you. I mean, there's so much more, but the things that really just came to me and it just gave me an opportunity, you know, get you on a podcast so I can just gush about you and thank you for all the incredible things um, that you've done and demonstrated. So there you go. Now, <laughs> okay, I had no idea you were going to say all that. So, like, way to ambush me. <laughs> Thank you for saying all of that. Oh my goodness, that's that's amazing. I'm I, I'm I'm speechless. I'm honored. You know what? It's uh, Jesus at work in us should should be on display, and that's that's the way I pray my life is. And so thank you for saying that, that you're so sweet. You're just so, you are, you are a treasure. You girl. Mm. Thank you. But I just want to make sure because sometimes as women, we don't say it enough to one another. We don't speak it out yeah. to one another and affirm and really, and you know, it, it, you are all those things and so much more. And it's really, I think a testament of what Jesus has is and will be doing in your life. It, it's so evident. And I think, that's the beautiful part of you is that you really are close mm. to him and it just shows in all of these ways. So thank you thank for that. You. Thank you for that. I want to kind of, you know, we were talking about mentoring and top leadership mm -hmm. tips, but I, you know, as we talk about your bravery, I know, you know, your journey through cancer and, mm -hmm. you know, having to be a great leader. I, I think there's a lot that you can share with us about, mm about life. And if it's about leadership, but maybe life and like thinking about a young girl, maybe going through something difficult herself, a health challenge mm -hmm. or a loss, mm -hmm. 
what would you say and what you've learned through your journeys in, in many areas, what would you say are some key, key tips? Um, you can say leadership, but maybe even just like life tips and from you that you could share with a young woman today. Mm. Wow. Okay. You've given me a lot to think about here. Mm-hmm. Go for um, it. All the time in the world. <laughs> all the time in the world. All the time. All the time. Um, um, well, you brought up, you mentioned uh, my journey through cancer. Um, it was uh, June of 2019 that I got the phone call from the doctor that nobody wants to get, um, just telling me that uh, I had breast cancer. And it was a total shock. There was no history in my family. I didn't see. I just went for a routine mammogram. You know, you start going, once you reach a certain age, you start going through routine mammograms. And they'd all been fine before, and this one wasn't fine. So, you know, at that point, you start, and it, it could relate to anyone going through a difficult season, like an unexpected journey of just amazing, like, what is going on here? Shocking news or a shocking turn. Um, so you start thinking, okay, what is going on? Because like for me, uh, as we've said, you know, I've trusted God with my life since I was a little girl. I've had, I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was nine years old and I never looked back, you know, mm-hmm. because um, once you receive that, that personal relationship with him and you start to grow and, and you know him and, and he lives on the inside and just, there, he starts proving himself over and over again and speaks to you through his word and through other people and all of that, you just start to get grounded and you grow and you grow stronger. And then when something like this hits you out of nowhere, it's like, it's, it stops you in your tracks. It's like, okay, wait a second. This isn't supposed to happen. At least that's where your mind goes. Um, because you think to yourself, okay, we know the verses in, in Proverbs, right? Three, five, and six, all good Christians memorize these verses. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so you start to say, okay, God, just a second now. I've done my part. Those three things at the beginning, trust you with all my heart, lean not on my understanding and all your ways, or trust you and all the other stuff. And then you will direct my path. That's the part that God does, right? And so I've done my part. You do your part. And I see my path as going this way, Mm -hmm. straight this way. Just keep directing God and I'll keep following. But then our path takes a sharp left turn. And we think, wait a second, that's not supposed to happen. You're supposed to be directing my path here. It's not Mm -hmm. supposed to go there. It's supposed to go here. And God says to us, he says, you know what? I didn't say I would direct a straight ahead without any bumps or hills or valleys path. I said, God says to you and me, I said, I would direct your path. And your path has a sharp left turn in it. Mm -hmm. But if you keep tracking with me, stay close to me, we're going to get through this together because I'm not going anywhere. I'm taking you. I'm directing this path. And those those hills and valleys can be really hard, as you know. Mm-hmm. They can be painful. They can be scary. You know, when you're given uh, the C word, the cancer word from a doctor, uh, that's that's like a bucket of cold water on all of your plans, on all of your peace, on all of your your. Uh, relationships, everything stops. And you have to say, okay, God, I don't understand what's going on right now. 
But I know something. The one thing I do know is you've got me. And the funny thing is, Mel, in the midst of all of that, the one thing, like I, I, I struggled with, with um, uh, sometimes there was fear, you know, like what is going to happen next? And what, what is the, the next pathology report going to show me? What is the doctor going to say? What am, how many surgeries am I going to need? Like fear, you know? Mm -hmm. But one thing I did not struggle with through the whole entire thing was trust. Trusting God was something that I never struggled with. Be and I can only think that it's because of that deep, deep relationship that started back when I was nine years old that, you know, we went, I, I didn't have a, a perfect life leading up to that cancer diagnosis. No, there was some pretty tough moments that mm -hmm. we've lived through leading up to that moment. But in all of those times, trusting God was the thread that got me through it. So when I came to this life and death moment, that trust was solid. And so I would say to any young girl or anyone going through a difficult season in life, if you're finding that you don't know what's going to happen next, like maybe it's financial or maybe it's relationship has broken up or maybe it's health wise and you have no answers. You've got more questions than you have answers. I will encourage you to focus on the answers that you do have. Mm. What are those answers? God loves you. He is not going to leave you. He is going to work things out in your life the way he sees fit. Now, I didn't know that he would work it out so that I would need to go through chemotherapy. I was praying that I didn't have to have chemotherapy. A lot of people go through breast cancer and don't need chemotherapy, but I did. Mm -hmm. I had to go through chemotherapy and it was horrible. It was, it was some of the worst times of my life. Not to mention, you know, losing all my hair and, and all of that other stuff that we as women hate, mm -hmm. you know, but God still said, no, part of your journey is that you are going to go through chemotherapy. It's going to happen. And so during that time, I had to press into God, press into that trust. And mm. actually during that time was when God downloaded into my spirit some devotionals that really ministered to me. It was like I was, I was constantly in his word, Mel, because in the middle of, I'm sure you've been through times where in the middle of the night you can't sleep and there's nobody else to talk to. Ron was my caregiver when I was going through chemo and he needed to sleep because I needed him awake and alert throughout the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep, all I could do was open my Bible, talk to God, read through the Psalms, get to know Jesus again in a deeper way, all of those things. And it's through mm -hmm. all of those things that that trust becomes your anchor in the midst of what could be a really terrifying storm. It's good. So we've got trust. I think that's a, I think that's the big thing, right? Because I think a lot of times now when I'm thinking like next generation, it's all about my ability, my gifting, my uh, strength and my power. And I got to hustle and work really hard and, and do it. I've got to do it. I've got to mm -hmm. do it. So there's, it's twofold, right? Number one, you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you're doing a lot on your own strength. And then mm -hmm. two, when circumstances change, and you're only focused on you and that, no wonder people are devastated, right? Like 
-hmm. if circumstances aren't going my way, but you're yeah. not trusting God and you don't have a good foundation, yeah. foundation, I can, I understand why people are just done. They, they cannot mm -hmm. deal with it. They cannot do it. You know, you know what? It's, it's, it's sad that this generation, or I, I mean, we could put in our yeah. generation, my, yeah. my generation too, every generation, yeah. we look to ourselves to be our strength because mm -hmm. other people have mm -hmm. let us down. But you know what? The person who has told me the most lies in my life is me. Mm -hmm. I have told myself more lies than anyone else has ever told me. So why would I lean on myself to get me through situations. You know, there's a, there's a Whitney Houston song from, from years ago that was really popular. It was one of her biggest songs ever, but it's a song that's always bugged me. And I'm just going to, let me be real here. Yeah. This song has always bugged me. And the song is the greatest love of all, because it talks about, I believe children are our future and, and yeah, let them lead the way. Absolutely. And I'm saying I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in the amen corner for all mm -hmm. of this song until we get to the part where she says, I believe the greatest love of all is found in me. And when you love yourself, you found the greatest love of all. Now I'm not putting down loving yourself. Not at all. That's really important, but the greatest love of all that any of ourselves can look to is God's love because he will never let us down. He will never lie to us. He will never have a bad day. And, and say, you know what, I'm just not going to be there for you today. Sorry. Or no, you've blown it too many times. Uh, this is the last time I'm forgiving you. So if you blow it again, you're on your own. No, yeah. he never does that. And so the greatest love of all is not inside of me. The greatest love of all is God's love. And when I invite him inside of me by his Holy Spirit, he resides in me. But that's not to say I'm still leaning on my own love. No, I'm leaning on his love in me. And so if I could say anything to all the generations, but especially generation today, who's like you said, Mel, who are they're, they're putting so much pressure on themselves. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Don't do that. Look to God, start that in-depth relationship with him where he speaks clearly into your spirit. How does he do that? Through his word, through his people, through the church, through a good pastor that who, who can, can, download God's word into your heart in fresh ways. There's so many ways God can speak mm -hmm. into your spirit, into your heart, but don't lean on yourself, lean on him and start that relationship with him. Allow it to grow, invite his spirit, his Holy spirit into every area of your lives. Don't allow one part mm -hmm. of your life to be a shut door to God. Say, ah, uh, you know what? I have a little too much fun behind that door. So God, you're going to have to stay over there. You know, you could still have fun. But God will let you know what's healthy fun, what's mm -hmm. good for you fun, and what's mm -hmm. not good for you fun, and trust him. Mm -hmm. And that is fantastic. I love those tips. And again, we say next generation, but for every generation. It's this all of is, us. Yeah. It's all of us. It's really all of us. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I love that. It's trust. The greatest love of all, you know, is God. And exactly. I think that's really good. Now that now the song's in my head, but maybe I can like re like change. Up <laughs> yeah, the yeah. greatest love is found in him, <laughs> not me. Trust. <laughs> I am now that I'm going to be thinking about that. But mm. let let me end with this. I am so grateful okay. that you were here. I am so grateful. Wow, that you've come through such a difficult journey. But what I by love the way, oh by the way, let me just share to finish that story. 
I'm cancer free. Praise God. Three yeah. years, three, three years cancer free. My hair's grown back. Thank the I Lord. I know. It looks great. Um, I've seen that. It looks amazing. Thanks. thanks. It's, it's still coming. My eyelashes and eyebrows, they're still filling in. You know, it's a process, but I'm getting there. And amazing. so I'm very, I'm very thankful to be cancer free. Thank the Lord. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yeah, it's so sure. fun for us to hang out like this. We need to do this more because Absolutely. I, first of all, I love gushing on you and thank you for the, the beautiful things for me. And even back then for seeing this young girl on a, on a show from the ages with sparkle and then taking a chance on me. And I think that's part of, yeah. you know, as we conclude this, there are times where we need to take a chance on people and sometimes yeah. it might not work out. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it really will. But I think that's yeah. all part of it is we advocate and champion and support one another. And like we said, not just next gen, but for all of us. Absolutely. Speak life, you know, into each other's lives, being present with one another. And I just love too the reminder too of, you know, as you talked about marriage, you know, if you are married, this whole, you know, God, spouse, you know, children, mm -hmm. and then even for everybody, like God is number one, you know, in any Absolutely. relationship, in anything you do, that's it. So, so much good wisdom and really incredible wisdom um, here. Thank so you. thank you so much. And, and to our listeners, I just want to say there's lots here. There's so many things. So, so maybe after you listen to this interview and conversation, you just take a pause to say, God, are you number one? Like, God, are you number one in my life? Am I choosing to spend time with you? Am I, do I trust you? Or am I holding back things? Because I don't trust you in these areas. And maybe that's a place you need to examine. If you don't trust God in certain areas, certain compartmentalized areas of your life, how come? And maybe it's time to kind of take a pause too on that maybe I've thought I'm the greatest love of all and it's all been on me. And actually, after listening to Anne, it, it's not. And, and there, it, it, therein lies the problem, the stress, the issue, the disappointment, because you've been thinking it's all about you when it's really all about him. And so know this, listener, that while you do, while you do all these things, the hard work, the choosing, the leaning in, you are seen, you are heard, and you are deeply loved by God. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you and well, we'll see you and you'll hear us next time. The Bible can feel overwhelming, confusing, or hard to believe. Scripture Untangled, a new podcast by the Canadian Bible Society, brings you interviews with culture leaders, leaders in ministry, and Bible thinkers to help you be inspired to dive into the Bible and understand it. Listen for free and subscribe to Scripture Untangled on your preferred podcast app. Visit scriptureuntangled.ca for more information. Thank you for listening to See, Hear, Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. We are able to do See, Hear, Love because of these generous sponsors, Tyndale University. Melinda and I are both Tyndale alumni. Tyndale is where you will experience high quality academics interwoven with faith and a community of students and faculty that challenges you to live authentically to follow Christ and actively engage your culture. Visit www.tyndale.ca. The Canadian Bible Society champions the Bible as the voice of God, revealing Jesus Christ, the living word. Go to www.biblesociety.com.
www.ca. And finally, the International Justice Mission Canada rallies Canadians to the fight to end slavery and violence in our lifetime and prove that justice for the poor is unstoppable. Go to ijm.ca today. Please check out these amazing organizations who are doing life-transforming work and who we are proud to be partnered with.